Just Say. Hello and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. I'm Gemma Flynn. I'm kicking us off today and I'm delighted to welcome my cherished co-hosts and confirmed shaggers, uh, Stuart McPherson. How are you doing, Stu? Very well, Gemma. How are you? Fine, thank you so much. And of course, the the one, the only, the icon, Siobhan Ma. How are you, my friend? Hello, G. Um, I'm okay. My my ancestors were crying after this episode, let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> rough, thoughts for the Chinese community this week, rough of one for us this week, <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was a very spicy, spicy-like sriracha episode, as Pest Controller Mark might say. <laughs> Yes. Pest controller Mark, who I want to say is reminding me of Chris Morris. Do you know guys who yes. Chris Morris is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah, he's got that kind of look to him. Yeah, rubbery. He's got a face sort that's of... read a few books, but his actions and sort of behaviour suggest he hasn't. Mm, interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting take. How are you, G? Yeah, good. I was um, delighted to see some Mandarin in this week's episode. As of you guys course. know, I've been studying uh, Mandarin for like 800 days and I've not yet picked up as much as Simba so I was pretty impressed with him to be honest and I'll be sending a ni hao out to him and oh god uh, that was impressive he really busted that out yeah absolutely but he's a bit of an interesting character isn't he Simba I can't we we're not sure whether he's like really good or really 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 shit but anyway (laughs) lots to discuss this week in the bow buns episode well it's it was a big week wasn't it i mean it's the food prep week yeah food comes earlier every year doesn't it food prep week (laughs) it does yeah it's beautiful i love to see the hair nets the beard nets nets like that is yeah yeah a lot of beard nets Absolutely. It's beautiful. So, guys, should we kick off with some can I just news then? Because I know we've got a fair bit to to report to the, the good people out there. So, play, play jingle. jingle. Yes, play jingle. <laughs> can I just news? Siobhan, do you want to kick us off? My our intrepid reporter. She's she's got some some news for the streets. Okay. So <laughs> we all know that Shannon Rip left the process. A self rip. Oh my god! A self I love a self rip. rip. And it was shocking. Was, it was shocking because never gets any less shocking, does early, it? Self rip. Yeah, it's, it's. I actually audibly gasped, like, <laughs> which is quite rare. I think sometimes when you're watching The Apprentice, but I did do a very loud gasp. Um, yeah. So I was like, I want to know what's the deal. Like, why has she left? What's because obviously we did have a self rip last season as well. Um, yes, it's I getting to be remember. more common. A lot of people falling on their swords. Yeah, yeah. yeah the first four AM wake up. Honestly, well, there <laughs> yeah, was a three AM one. Then. So three AM is like <gasps> that is too early. Yeah, trying to blow my brains out with the hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so I did a little bit of googling. I was like, I want to know what her deal is, why she left. Um, she basically left because she thought she could do it by herself. She didn't need him. Um, which fair fair More is that fair. what she's been saying to the to the press she's like yes. I, don't, I realized up close i don't need sugar this is what she said to yorkshire live yeah and then um, she basically <laughs> can we go live now to yorkshire live <laughs> friends of the show she was like the apprentice being on the apprentice has been a dream of mine for years 
So when I got accepted, I was like, I have to do it. But she said she was in two minds to start with. And then obviously the process began and she was like, actually, I don't need to do this. I can I can start my bridal business or grow my bridal business without the help of Lord Sugar. So yeah. She was one of my picks as well, which I actually think reflects well. I think that's uh, she had the brains yeah. to, to understand yeah. that it's a lot of shit and she got out. 100%. She was on my Stu crush list, Stu. What what were your what are your thoughts on that? Can you speak to that? Well, <laughs> I'm more attracted to her now that she's uh shoved two fingers up to sugar, of course. Of course. I like any woman that stands up to sugar. Yeah. Um but before then, to be honest, it hadn't it gone over my head. Okay. Well what really made me shocked was Sugar's response to it when uh, she's like, you know, it's not for me. And he's he waits for the door to slam and then he's like I actually take that as a regular endorsement of the process and how challenging it is. Uh, and like, it's rare that someone in life is like, I fucking hate this so much. I'm off ski. And you're like, I take that as a ringing endorsement. Yes, absolutely. We're doing, doing the right thing. He was, Keep on yeah. keeping on. He really uh, <laughs> twisted the narrative, didn't he there? Yeah. So yeah, that's my first big piece of news. And I do have some TikTok news, courtesy of our oh, cherished wow. listener, Hannah. Uh, Intrepid TikTok nice, reporter in yes. the field, Hannah. God bless, thank you, Hannah. Shout out. She sent me a, a real selection of of TikToks from current and past uh, wow. candidates. Are they all on there? Are they? I think quite a few of them are on there. Classic. You're not telling me the pest controllers on TikTok. I haven't seen. There was no pest controller. <laughs> mostly, mostly the the girls. Um, okay. But you never know. So the big the big TikTok news is that Lottie Lyon did a video about the process of applying and auditioning for the show. Um, and she was showing oh her emails from production. And then she also like talked about the actual day of auditions and like how, how that all <gasps> went. Um, yes. Yeah. Some really in-depth, <laughs> like behind the scenes. Was she pretending to be her own son <laughs> when she was doing this? <laughs> like Gemma did when she tried to get intel from Boundless Media? Well... <laughs> Quite. She did uh, in very Nadine Coyle fashion. She applied when she was underage the first time, and Ooh. she got through like a bunch of um, the like interview audition parts, and then it got to the final part, and they were like, "Oh, you're underage, so you the can't. old Matt Healy routine. Let me check your ID." Oh my god! Thinking, really but this thinking. is why I was so shocked that that girl went out this week because I did imagine that the interview process to even get on the show is really long, right? Yeah. Is, is that right, Siobhan? Well, she said the first time she did it, it took two months before she got a response, and then they basically go, they have a full day of like different auditions. So the first round is they have to all say in thirty seconds why they should be the Lord Sugar's business partner. And then after that, people either get sent home or they get sent to like the second floor of this building. Um, oh my God. They were observed <laughs> without cameras or anything. None of us have the stones for this process. No, no I don't I'm think out. Do I am it. out. I think it would be too <laughs> intense. Um, yeah. yeah, so basically then they're all sitting around having chats. There's no cameras, but based on the chats that they were having with other people who were auditioning, produ- production decided who was going to go to the third round. Um, Wow. And then it just kept, keeps going. But truly the most shocking thing about her TikTok is that when she was showing her emails from production, she was using Yahoo Mail. (laughs) 
do we have our email from the video? Can we can we send her an Could email? That's not work. Lord Sugar's business partner. I cannot at believe at <laughs> no, I didn't even know Yahoo Mail was still going. Yeah. She's keeping it going. Niche. So anyway, so that's that's the Lottie Line news. Um, and then the other bit of TikTok news I've had is that quite a few candidates from this year had like launch parties. Um, to kind of yes on the first day. Uh, first when the first episode was shown they had launch parties so Danny who's like the kind of Essex East London girly who I do have a bit of a soft spot for she had um she had a launch party that basically looked like a wedding she had like a massive trestle table length grazing platter and her name in wow. big letters <laughs> um, which I respect I love that get your name in big yeah. letters yeah and then Victoria, the flight attendant, had one also where she had like a big cardboard cardboard cutout of Lord Sugar, and everyone was getting photos of it. So nice. And then Reese as well. I heard our Glaswegian friend Reese. He had a screening in the Blydeswood Hotel. Apparently, oh, the really? good people at Glasgow Live. Yeah, <laughs> Stu, pop in. I should get an but invite yeah. to that shit. What more have I got to do? But yeah, good idea, gang. They're just do you think they're just trying to create Instagram content and sort of boost themselves a little bit here? Yeah, I think mm. that that's basically the vibe. That's great. Okay. Well, listen, I've got another bit of can I just news which I think we all know, which is that we found out this week that Harps, the winner of last year's show, is a confirmed shagger with yeah. Akshay, which we was interesting. The listeners I, if you if you don't know, we don't watch the Apprentice after show. Yeah. No, I got a message on Instagram from someone saying that she watched it and they confirmed the shagging. We love it. They are confirmed. But we kind of suspected it anyway, didn't we? Yeah, we did suspect. Um, but now confirmed. But said, mother always knows. Yeah. She didn't have enough time, though, I think, within the process to really, you know, bed in to brass with the action. Yeah. <laughs> but afterwards in the in the post show process there it's still too early to sort of know who everyone is I think and all the characters and work out whether they for example eat pussy or whatever but I think we'll keep an eye <laughs> on it throughout the process of who's sitting a little bit too close when people come back oh, to the house we'll and be we'll, keeping we'll, an eye. we'll be keeping a more than more than tight eye on that when they Do really not start worry, to, when they whittle down the numbers that's when you can really see who's who's scooch up next to each other on the sofa Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly right now they're still in the phase where they're just making like oh what did you learn take an extra pair of pants like those type of jokes you're never going to beat what... the boys next week Ooh, yeah like s- sub match of the day power very really? sub yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Alan Shearer at his worst being woke up woke up from a, a dead slumber in the middle of the night could do better power than that <laughs> I would love love to see Alan on like a celebrity apprentice wouldn't mm. you like oh, yeah, well listeners if you're interested in the celebrity apprentice it's probably on YouTube and I think it's two of the best episodes of TV ever filmed Absolutely. in this great country and we'll have covered it it's back there Rylan yeah, yeah. and Big Sam iconic Sam Allardy talking about Fleur East <laughs> and the Rolling Stones it was fucking amazing Robbie Williams shows oh, Williams, up. Oh yeah. my uh, god. It's got it's got it all. It really Two does. Two marvelous all. suitcases designed by Mylene Class. <laughs> Mylene Class. 
Alan Carr. Like that is all you need in a in a time capsule to preserve British culture is in that celebrity apprentice. Those two apps. Oh my yep. god. We should Stunning. do them again, a rewatch. We should see how they hold up. On the rewatch. Oh. Any more news? I've obviously not bothered my ass. I don't have any more please. <laughs> No, that's it. That's us for this week. Um, but yeah, thanks to the listeners for sending us this stuff. Yes, yes, thank you. It's always nice when they come to us. It makes our job much easier. <laughs> well, the big, big kind of reveal from this week's episode, guys, is that Tim is back. Tim is back. I was thinking of you back girls, of course. Brilliant best. So I actually, when I was when I started watching the episode, I noticed him in the background of the, the montages of your fireds. And I was like, that's weird. So I wrote that down. And then literally 10 minutes later, <laughs> there he was. <laughs> mystery um, solved. God bless. Mystery solved. Shittest Poirot ever. <laughs> <laughs> but Claude's not well, though, on the flip side. So don't, yeah, don't know what's up with out? him. Did any of us find out? We did, none of us bothered to look What happened up. with Claude? No. Yeah. We don't uh, know. I think he was going. ill or something. Yeah, I don't know. But he's all right. They I just think. said he's okay now. He's still, I think he's still a bit fucked from this motorbike accident they had or whatever it was. It was an electric <laughs> electric bike. bike. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not upgrade him to motorbike. <laughs> I thought I was picturing him like the Terminator. On his, uh... <laughs> God. Yeah, no, it was simply God an electric bless. bike. Yeah. So should we get into the app then? I mean, we Let's we, get into uh, we start at four a.m. The four a.m. rise with Gregory answering the phone. Uh, of course, a classic motif of The Apprentice. Uh, he re- runs upstairs. Hair colors in this one. Hair colors. Yeah. Oh, curlers, curlers. Yeah. Yeah. I always. It never ceases to amaze me how you see the boys just lounging around while the girls are frantically doing all of their makeup. <laughs> In 20 minutes. Yeah. And that they just hear 20 you. minutes, the girls, and they're they're Ugh. frightened. Yeah. <laughs> Boys have it so easy in this world, let me just tell you. Yeah. They, I, I was mean, struggling to go up for this 10.30 Zoom. <laughs> no. My hair's wet on this Zoom right now. Yeah. For the listeners, Stu is still making his protein shake when we kicked off today. <laughs> yeah, I did a little cooking channel with my protein shake. <laughs> But yeah, no so hairnets. No hairnets. Could okay. easily be hair in that shake. <laughs> Don't want to think about that. That's gross. But okay. <laughs> so yes. okay, they're they're brought to the shard. They've they, after twenty minutes of hustling, they're brought to the shard. Of all the places in London where they could go to to talk about Asian cuisine, they are taken to the shard. But okay, um, and they learn they have to make a dessert bow for corporate clients and savoury bow for the public oh um, I missed that because I thought it was fucking crazy that anyone decided to make a, a sweet bow I didn't even know you got sweet bow buns I thought that was insane and I thought that was their own decision no 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 it was a mm. <clears throat> it was a decision of Lord Sugar I want to know I'm going to try not to get into all my gripes you know oh get episode. into your gripes do it but, um, don't hold back oof, really, I want to hear each was... and every gripe in detail. <laughs> Individually. Yes. Stretch your legs, my friend. Um, <laughs> when Lord Sugar, when he, they got to the restaurant and he was like, our appetite for Asian cuisine has like risen astronomically. I was like, Asia is a massive continent. Like, where are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't do an episode about Bao and then be like Asian cuisine. So. Yeah. In the last 10 on, years, he says it's gone up. 
which is just just wow, what a claim. <laughs> Chicken balls in butter and sushi is the same to me, Siobhan. It's all Asian. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I mean I was really bracing myself for some kind of racism in this episode and I was I have to say surprised that there was less than I anticipated for The, the Apprentice but a lot on the cutting room yeah. floor I'd imagine yes I would imagine yeah and I was really <laughs> I was glad to see I want to give a shout out to our cherished editors of, of The Apprentice because they did not use any of that mm. like stereotypical Chinese music in the background. So, oh, yes. God bless. Thank Just you. Just clown music for the women's scorn, Victoria. The yeah. fool's theme. The fool's theme for <laughs> clicked and dragged again into that edit and sweet. Oh, God bless. But yeah, so any other gripes, Siobhan? Any other, anything? That, I, I'm with you. I was worried as well. Definitely. I'll, I'll approach him with caution. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the, the very like thing of calling it bow buns, which is just buns, buns, bun buns. You know what I mean? It's like naan bread, mm. similar vibe. That Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Bow means bun. Newsflash. Mm. Great. I That's really good. like the way he said the full sentence of one of the UK's most favourite Asian delicacies <laughs> is the bow. Just the way he said it was so good. This I man. really enjoyed it. Oh my God. Uh, do you think he's ever eaten a bow? Does he fuck? Not before this. I don't this. believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there were so many things that the ingredients that people put in the bow was also like a real... Mm. Siobhan, I have to say, I know nothing. I've never eaten a bow, but I winced when I saw them try and put chorizo and harissa in one. I thought, that is oh not That is not on. <laughs> Stupid. They've put them there You've as a little joke a ingredient. I don't think I have. Really? No, which oh, shocks you me Oh, you got to try well. them. Wow, okay. You would mm. like them, I think, Stu. Yeah. I like stuff like that. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll take yeah. you out for a little... Gluten. <laughs> little team, team trip for <laughs> the bow. Little team bow, yeah. Um, exactly. No, I, I I mean, that's that's the overview of my gripes. So we'll get we'll get into the meat of it as we go on, probably. Speaking and of the meat. meat is a good word, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because the boys were all about meat. I've tried meat and different types of meat. Can I put my support in for Bradley's I've tried meat? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed when Gregory said... Simba's oh, face. Oh my God, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That whole discussion. When Gregory was like, all the guys have experience eating meat products in this particular region, or he said something like that. And I was just oh, like, yeah, field. absolutely wild. Yeah. It's quite yeah. a guy thing, isn't it? Have you guys tried meat? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They were all just like, yeah, of course, as men, we'll, you know, well, we've got experience. Because the girls the chose fish, meats. which is like, it's like girly meat. That's as close as you can get. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they didn't have the balls to go full meat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being cruel here? Or, you know, the men's uh, leader, what's his name? Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Bradley. I'm slightly worried I'm going to trip myself up here. Maybe he's got a skin condition or something. But to my eye, he has the shittest fake tan I've ever seen in my life, where he couldn't be fucked had- onto the top of his head. A full open wound above his lip as well. God bless him. Yeah, I'm worried about that. I didn't see that. He seemed to be stressed out. Oh, yeah. God I don't love know. Him. He's obviously tired. Mm, I mean, yeah. you, would sleepy. you would be. Yeah. Maybe he didn't have time to in the at the 3 a.m. rise yeah, to do the tan all, all the way. All the way alarm the went top. right as he got to the top of just above his eyebrows. Had to stop. 
<laughs> yeah. But Bradley, yeah, he was in construction, um, but he, he kind of said, right, I, 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 I like eating, so I guess I'll take this I'll one like on. I guess this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a bit of a bidding yeah. war with the girls. A few of them fancied it this week. Yeah. Mm. Kim K got it. We of did. course, she won the contract. Did no, she? Did no, she? she didn't. It was, was it, um, it was the other one. I can't remember her it name. Was Megan. But I just K remember was, Victoria didn't get it. Kim was scorned. She, she she was scorned. She said she loves eating food, so she would she'd love to do it as well. And then it was Megan. Megan was the one. I've written down Megan. I end. thought that was the Kim K. I've, I don't know anyone's names yet. <laughs> Who's Megan? Yeah, no, Megan I can't is remember the what girl she looks like. The, um, sweet, I feel like she's got like a sweet business or a cafe. Oh yeah, that was it. It was like yes. all the ones that have got. Like the ten people with sweet businesses yes. all fighting over this. Yeah, I mean that's it. If she gets to the end, it's just going to be like, well, no, because we've had that last year. So I mean, yeah, this, and you know that is, when you applied, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So then they had this problem where they were like, "Is anyone comfortable with numbers?" And everyone was like, "No, no, 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 no," across the board. And yet. Megan was like, right, well, Shannon from the bridal boutique, you seem sensible, like you try it. But even she was like, yeah. I, can't, I can't really do it. That wasn't great, was it? Maybe Rishi Sunak is right. Maybe we should be making people do last for longer. <laughs> even yeah. if just for The Apprentice. I mean, what is well, 45 times 400, guys? I made the same mistake as them when I tried to do it in my head. I forgot a zero. It's meant yeah, to be 18,000. No but I okay, had 1800 because I checked on my but, calculator <laughs> well exactly you, we Rishi. come up against this again and again don't we it's like in real life you've got a phone you've got a calculator but Kerrang another take you another less Tory, than a second she was like horrified that they couldn't do mental arithmetic at that level but who is so doing crazy mental outdated. arithmetic in this day and age come on fucking losers exactly <laughs> exactly and she was annoyed, Kerrang, that they didn't seem to have a sense of what was a kilo and all that sort of stuff as well, mm. which again was like, uh, do we really do we need really No one needs to skill? add up in their head or make any food for most businesses. It's true. Obviously, we're sick of saying this, but fuck's sake. It's true. Yeah. And yeah, I do, I'd be upset if the, the food task went away because it does bring absolute chaos to the to the table and we get to see them, yeah. you know, grappling with flour and ro rolling things in the kitchen and all that sort of stuff. It's basically um, just in there because every single year someone fucks up the scale. One of the teams will fuck up the scale yeah. through a maths flub yeah. and with hilarious consequences. And I mean, it was yep. a massive, massive fuck up on Bradley's part when he <laughs> dropped the price from eight pounds to four pounds for yeah, the corporate order. Like that was yes. He was quite intimidated by that man from the company Trunky, wasn't he? The mm. Trunky guy had him had him by the by the knackers. <laughs> Business TV show legends Trunky of Dragons Den fame. Are they? Are they Dragon's Den? I believe so, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they came out of that. Yeah. From 16 years ago? Look how far ago. they've come from, from the 8pm slot to the 9pm slot. <laughs> that is amazing. God bless. But he was a good negotiator, that guy. He was like, if I go out into the streets right now, I can get six bow first, you know, three pounds. He was playing hardball. He really was, yeah. I was really surprised. Well, I'm always surprised about this, but I was really surprised he liked them. This... Oh my God, I was shocked. 
that was one of the biggest shocks for me of the whole episode. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> they sold not. it to him as like, oh, the childlike wonder of these fucked up dinosaurs. Like any mother would rather buy their their child's artistry rather than Picasso. And we've mm. really gone with that theme here. Very but different budgets, to be fair. Nice. You'd need to buy a four year old's painting or a Picasso. <laughs> It's not exactly a fair fight, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Picasso was getting slammed here. He was getting <laughs> rejected. There's no place for Art the, the Apprentice. <laughs> Definitely not. But yeah, I could not believe that he was happy with those. Maybe he just, do you think the guy just knew he'd got them for like really, really cheap? And so he would just take whatever. Yeah, I mean. I think so, yeah. I guess... But it didn't even feel that cheap to me. Four quid for two shitty bow buns. That still seems quite steep to yeah, me. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, but I guess corporate money is, is you know, it's a lot of that flying around. Yeah. What's four quid to them? And the girls, their corporate person was like, as I predicted, the trendy, crazy golf venue. Do you remember? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Only took one week. Well done. Only Jimmy. took one week for them to appear. Because <laughs> that, that is the new axe throwing. But... Um, they really, really promised quite a lot to their corporate team. They mm-hmm. they were like, hopefully this will be a new craze. The bow will be very Instagrammable. They love to promise that. Ugh. And they even said that it might put you on the map, which was wow. a lot. <laughs> they also <laughs> sort of in a panic uh, decided that they were able to accomplish a golf theme with their bow buns based right. on nothing. And that's tough. That, I've never eaten a bow bun. You. I've played golf. It's very hard to make a golf ball at a bow bun, I would say. <laughs> well, exactly. Minimum, the they're about ball, a quarter of the size. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's no other design you could really do, is there? I mean, would you have would you have made like a little golf club or or, or what? Like I just wouldn't have promised it. I actually thought that theirs looked mm. quite nice with the edible flowers and the glitter. But obviously they literally just put like chocolate paste inside it. They were throwing a lot of stuff at it. At one point, I, it's a horrible phrase, but one of the bow buns they made looked like a shit in an arse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the edible flowers on top. Was yeah, it, I thought it looked absolutely disgusting. When when they bit into <laughs> it, yeah, definitely. Before before Ooh. they bit into it, it looked they looked fine. <laughs> but it's it's so interesting because white people. No offense, guys. Love bow. <laughs> this is like a new thing that I've really noticed. Yes. It's like white people love bow. Not I mean, me, Siobhan. Apart I'm not from toxic you, like Stu, the others. Obviously. I'm not inquisitive enough to have ever fucking tried one. <laughs> I, I heard, I don't know if this is totally true, but I heard that like the popularity of bows in a big way come from that guy Dave Chang. Do you know him? Yeah. The guy has like Momofuku. And apparently, he was like going out of business and he said he wanted to make something that white people would eat that was like a like a burger or something like that. And so he took Let's find years the whitest ago, like, bread we can. Yeah, or just make it like the most kind of palatable flavor or something like that for yes. for white people to be like, ooh, this is exciting, but actually it's really, really easy to eat or something. Mm. So Maybe I'm giving him too much credit there in the whole hist- history of, of bow buns, but I, I think that part of the popularity is that like basic white people will be like, oh, this is <laughs> exotic 100%. or whatever. 100%. Yeah, and it's just quite a common... common what are your food, thoughts like, on the bow, Siobhan? I mean, they're fine. They're all right. Like, the thing is, 
bow because it because it just does mean bun. So the bow that they made, there's like various different like styles of bow, I guess you could say. Um, so the bow they made is like looked slightly different to the one that you get in a lot of street food stalls, which is like almost cut open and you see the filling. Yeah, it's almost like a hot dog, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're fine. I've I've had this conversation with people about how I think white people really love bow and they really love dumplings. And I'm like, they're, they're yeah, we love fine. sandwiches, Siobhan. Yeah, That's like horrible. Thing. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> gluten. White people just love gluten. Uh, That's that is it. what it is ultimately. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting. But you're right. I, I kind of was like watching the prices as well, and the girls selling selling them for nine pounds a portion. I was like, you could literally Rip go City. to Chinatown and get a bow for three pounds. Yeah. Crazy. No one hanging out. Where, where are those Spitalfields? The girls were at Greenwich Market. Mm. Which, and I do have to mm. say that Danny, to be fair to her, did notice that there was another store selling bow. That was she good. she went mm. to figure out how much they were charging, which mm. I was like... It was basically just two... Two parts to the girls winning, I think, of like the the boys just sold it for half price. They only made about 150 quid out of a corporate book, and like that's terrible. Yeah. And the girls <laughs> yeah. spied on the other bow buns and adjusted their price accordingly. And in that, it was like, well, that's the whole episode there, isn't it? Uh, which was good mm. because they did fuck up at the start, didn't they, by ordering what was it, one kilo of fish for 400 bow? Yeah, quite a Jesus <laughs> situation. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I absolutely um, love the phrase "a crumb of fish." That's one of the most staff lights flats <laughs> things I've ever heard in my life. We do get a lot of accidental staff we in the accidental these staff. days, which is great. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Crumb of fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, they did. They managed to really do quite well, considering they didn't even because their original plan right was to like half half it all, and then they didn't even manage to do that because Kim K just put the full amount in oh, everyone. Yes. Well, Kim K's yeah. all about luxury, Siobhan. Exactly. You should know that. No, God bless. <laughs> She's not eating a crumb of fish, is she, Kim K? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kim God, K before we fish. leave the corporate bit, I want to say that Simba was throwing in some really interesting freezing as well since we're on accidental staff but like uh, he said an explosion of taste and oozing of enjoyment. Um, I did hear that, yeah. Repeated use of the phrase oozing. <laughs> and oozing of enjoyment. Um, but yeah, and what did you do? You guys enjoy Gregory in the big chef suit? Loved. I love him. It reminded me of Michael Scott when he's in the sumo suit. It had that <laughs> yeah. energy, definitely. He was just sort of lolloping around, wasn't he, this week? It was like, because he was a main, main character last week, it was his time to just sink into the background a little. Yeah, I was surprised because yeah. I think that he, as a as a mixed race gal, I feel like I can always I've always got a bit of a radar, and I feel like he might mm. be my mix, but no nothing to prove nothing. You're very similar characters, you and Gregory. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Both love Canon. Both being photoed next to Canon. You got that Canon photo. That is true, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to reach out. But yeah, so but he did so much work. He did all the legwork last episode, so it's only fair that he had a little break. 
Yeah. It was funny to me that Alan Sugar said to him later in the boardroom, like, oh, it looks like something you'd put in one of your cannons, as though he thinks that Gregory, Gregory actually has a cannon. <laughs> just one in his Yeah, what is Lord Sugar picturing for Gregory's house or his <laughs> flat? Like, he's got, it's like basically a medieval castle. <laughs> also, it doesn't look like something you'd put in a cannon. No. Not even nearly. <laughs> Not even close. It looks shit. It didn't look like a cannonball. Honestly, the boys, the boys were really overcompensating, weren't they, when they got to the market because they were doing like, they were like three, two, one, and then like announcing that they were open and all of this. It was Cringe Fest 23, wasn't it? It really was. Mr. Bow's exotic bow buns. That's what they, they created a titular Mr. Bow, the character. Please, Mr. Bow was my father. Call me a bunch of cunts in suits. Oh, God. <laughs> I did like it, though, because usually they're like, and they were like that at the market, I suppose, where everyone's really up and energetic and everyone's really, you know, it's positive, even though things are going to shit. But there was a bit in the kitchen where someone was trying to put a brave face on it and they made a bow bun and one of the boys just went, that looks dog shit. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, someone needs to be saying it. It's got to be yeah. said. And they didn't seal theirs properly, so they were all bubbling out of the edges. Weird colours as well. It looked awful. Yeah, it's true. The guy Avi, he just wanted to abandon the dinosaur and put a smiley face on top. (laughs) He was just like, "Forget this smiley face. That's all we can achieve." (laughs) Avi's not long for this world. I yeah, I don't think he is. In the boardroom, and he was like, "I, you know, I was all about. I was just rolling the dough. I was working really hard on the dough." He said he worked too hard on the dough. (laughs) That was his fatal flaw. <laughs> I care too much about this dough. Oh god. Um we we all talked about Gregory's big chef costume, but I'd like to talk about the fish costume. Did you guys notice it was quite subtle? Yes. Yes. I don't even think I noticed the fish costume. Yeah, Victoria, the flight attendant, was in like she had like a fish she was costume it. on. Mm. This is hot. Uh, yeah. Keep talking. <laughs> It was interesting, wasn't it, Sean? It was like the mouth was at the front and then at the back was the tail and she was sort of like in it like a boat almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, She wasn't out there. She wasn't out there like being the fish or anything. It was kind of, she was just kind of working normally with the fish on her. Working within the fish. Danny was doing a lot of the, like getting the punters in. I think her like Cockney Essex accent was really drawing geezers in to I'm absolutely blanking on Danny I can't picture what she looks like at all she's, she's like the other lip filler one there's, there's flight attendant Kim K and then there's lip filler the third mm, girl I know the first two and that's her she's, she's very she, um, <laughs> she her like vibe so far has been like we need to stop arguing we just need to get on with it she's right. very kind of which I respect I think she that, might that go usually quite far. gets you pretty far yeah yeah somebody Somebody said the word bougie. There was a bougie shout out in this episode. <laughs> Did they? I oh, think wow. they were wearing well. the girls' buns and they just, someone was like, bougie, which we love to bougie hear. Bougie bow. Bougie bow. Oh God, that is the kind of thing they would name it. That is it? probably, Fuck. yeah, that, that's probably what they had written on their chalkboard, isn't it? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, the girls ultimately, even though they were selling quite well, they they didn't have enough to sell more, did they? They could have. Karang was like, 
quite raging at them for not making enough. Yeah, because they, they were like, oh, we sold out. And we it was actually good that we made that amount because we sold out. But she was kind of like, well, you would have sold more if you had more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is an obvious but true point. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kerrang, for nothing. <laughs> Thank you, business expert. Later on, Lord Sugar said one of the most demented quotes I've ever heard about business. Did you hear this when he was summarizing? I'm skipping forward here to the boardroom. Yeah, let's, get, let's um, get into the boardroom. When he, uh, <clears throat> when he was uh, doing his little summaries of the three shitheads that were going to be, one of them was going to be fired. He said, and this is a direct quote, right? I checked this quite a few times. So I thought I must be missing something here. He said, if something costs something, something you sell it for, and then you make a profit. <laughs> That's all I asked you Wait, to do here. Say that again. If something costs something, something you sell it for, and then you make a profit. That's all I asked you to do here. What? He's missing like really key <laughs> words that would make it make sense. If something costs this something, is... something you sell it for, and then you make a profit, and that's business. He's going to get worse and worse as well, isn't he? He's a senile he... old man. Yeah, he, t- oh, he said God. he wants to die doing this show. He wants his l- the last yeah, task which is to really be funny. them planning the funeral. But that, so that means we're going to have to deal with quite a lot of decline on the way. You know? He seems so to think God. it's like a sort of royal family situation. Where he has to do it until it's passed down. I know, mate, you can retire. Like, yeah, retire chill out, and, man. But he'll never retire because that looks weak. Yeah, it's right. pathetic. It wouldn't be, like a, it would be a ringing really endorsement of life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's challenges. <laughs> I can't get over that quote. Just one more time. Just one more time, please, she. Yeah. If something costs something, something you sell it for, and then you make a profit. <laughs> Uh, that's that 50 years of business experience. It's not true though, is it? You need to sell it for more to make a profit than what it cost you. I'm not going to tell Sugar how to do his job, but... <laughs> this is what oh they've gotten God. through all the auditions, months and months of applications to set at the feet of this <laughs> yeah, wise businessman. <laughs> oh, Wow. That's amazing. I love it so much. And he said that one of the bows looked like Homer Simpson's knackers as well. He did, Fucking yeah. Hell. He did. There was a few shitty jokes, wasn't there? Was. There was. There was a dim That's a lot of dough that walked in. Uh-huh. Man with a golden Man bun. Man with a golden he's, bun. Yeah, he's fixated on that guy with, who's James Bond. No, he's never yeah. going to get rid of that. Yeah, really shit power. Quite yeah, the a, dim sums thing was such a such oh a stretch. Oh my god, honestly. Oh, and you looked like you were trying to eat soup with chopsticks. Oof. <laughs> yeah, what what was cut? That's what I want oh to know. Show, give us this. Give us the Snyder cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's too many racist, racism. Too much racist shit that was cut. Probably. Yeah. Um, Stu, did you manage to? It was quite a straightforward firing this week. It was, yeah, it was. He went old school. He threw me off. Yeah. Fair play to him. He went one, two, three, one, three this week. He went, um, so he summarized all three Bradley, Avi, then Kev, but, and then, and that, so he says, Kev, but back to Bradley, but <laughs> Kevin, it's worth regret. <laughs> yeah. So Avi was never simple. in any real very, peril. Very straightforward. I like this new bit of you really working out the patterns 
you know, master mm. code yeah. breaker. I'm trying to see the coding behind the mm-hmm. yeah, behind the mask. <laughs> it was kind of a boring uh, boardroom. I thought. Yeah, there's so much dead the- weight in this process now that he's just like it's just absolute. I mean, excuse the punk is. Gregory's in it, but um, well, he wasn't in the three, but it's just sheer cannon fodder. A lot of these people at the minute, isn't it? Just yeah, like, yeah, just non-entities. Yeah, Kevin and Abby, we need to like, get to know them better, you know, over the time, and I want them to kind of argue a little bit more as well, you know. But that guy Bradley, he tried to do a thing of a fake out. We've seen that quite a lot when they come back to the house, where it's like, is it just me mm, who's come back? Yeah. And, and Abby waited like, a long time. He really did, yeah. He was like <laughs> committed to the bit. Because Bradley was like, "Well, it might just be me. It might be." <laughs> so I'm waiting for him to creep up behind for ages. Um, yeah, I thought it was sweet that Bradley jumped into the arms of the Scottish guy because they're wee pals because they've got the same haircut. <laughs> Didn't notice that, but that's they've great. both got a sort of pseudo Jack Grealish thing going on. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and the, the treat this week was a, a nice Chinese meal. Yeah, and they got Chinese to see an actual large bow, like a real sized one. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> it's know? so fluffy. I liked when Danny Danny said, we all wanted a Chinese as well, didn't we? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah, she was talking over like everyone trying to make the teleprogram. Like, we were all talking about what the Chinese, weren't we? Weren't we girls? We fancy the Chinese. You're like, am I in like some fucking boring Hindu group chat? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. How was your Hindu Hindu Gemma? Um, <laughs> maybe I, it was. You know, played the lovely. fifth on that one. Played the fifth. <laughs> played the yeah. fifth. Yeah, I was saying to Siobhan, I went along because I really wanted to just have that experience, uh, and I certainly did have the classic hen experience, you know, so that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Fair fucks to you. Any more from the boardroom, guys? Uh, no, I don't have any more notes. The girls just, they, they, they made so much more profit, mm. didn't they? The girls made about £750 or something, which was good. Karang did that thing where she was like, well, the girls spent a lot more. But they also made a lot. Yeah, she loves that yes. one. And as soon as you can Bill tell Beckham from her reviews. tone in the first like two syllables of the first sentence, if her team's won or not. Yeah, mm. I love it. I think Kerrang is like over the years starting to get really frustrated with the women, honestly, because her whole thing is she wants to see women succeed in business and. Of course, because it's The Apprentice, every year she gets presented with some of the worst and most <laughs> annoying women in Britain. <laughs> she has to come to terms with that. She wants to be a real advocate for women, but she's not getting served the material, you know, so she's just, I see her getting ground down yeah. by it. But She's going to end up becoming a sort of men's rights activist, Andrew Tate figure. <laughs> yeah. She, she, did. Really, she really lost the rag at them with the numbers thing, didn't she? Like, I've not seen her snaps yes. like that for a while. It was very, uh, yeah, teacherly. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's it. Like she just wants the women to be to give a good representation of themselves, but they 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 never do. You know, it's, it's not it's not the not place at this for stage. it. Can I? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. next week, so ne- guys. Oh yeah, cartoons. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm buzzing. I'm so excited. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've got design. It's like a thing happen. that he's got in his contract now that he won't do the apprentice unless he's rendered in some form of graphics yeah. one of the weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because last year we exactly. had he loves it. Arctic. The Tooth Fairy thing. Well, all the Tooth Fairy, but we also had Arctic. What was oh, it called? Yeah. Arctic yeah, Explorer. Yeah, Arctic Explorer. And then the, the woman who was in prison with the big tits. Oh my gosh. Remember oh, yeah. the like Lara Croft type prison Absolute adventure? Stacked prisoner. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> and it was simply called Time, wasn't it? The game that we yeah, had. Yeah, very philosophical. Profound. So Comes true. for us and, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to the cartoon next week. I... Just love to see. What- I love that he was in the Queen Vic. Yeah, very random. But Weird choice. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's really we've not really had any, not had anything yet that's really shown their artistic sides. Yes, which um, I imagine are slim pickings. Yeah, I would say so. It's finally time for Font Watch. I think. Oh, thank fuck yes! Can't cherished wait. segment. <laughs> two weeks without fonts we're famished oh, over here honestly. throw some fonts <laughs> yes and will the contestants have learned anything from previous years or are they, they going to sit down with the designers and just uh, kill time until it's until it's like TikTok you've got 60 seconds yeah. to wrap this up that is absolutely <laughs> what's going to happen and we will love to see it yeah I'm very excited for next week's episode I have to say because this is the kind of the kind of task we got MC Gogo from, you know. Absolutely. We've had some. This is where the truly cursed stuff lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A shit and <laughs> an ass crack bowban and a dinosaur—that's something. But we're gonna get some new inventions <laughs> next <Yes>. week. <laughs> Can't wait! Can't exactly. wait for these characters. Conjured out of names. the sick minds of these people. <laughs> from this and, sick and, mind and written in by committee. Abby. I think yeah. we're going to definitely get some alliteration next week as well, guys. Handy P. Enemy of the pod. Oh. Might even get Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Could be enemy first next week. Oh my God. Yeah, this is how we got Whiffy the wizardy brush as mm-hmm. well, wasn't it? So yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It's all coming for us. And Tommy Exciting. the talking turtle. Although he was more of a toy, but yeah. And a friend. And a friend, of Remember. course. Absolutely. <laughs> Dear friend of the dear show. Dear friend. Um, dear friend. I don't like that now that Tommy's a superstar, he's pulled the ladder up. He should have let Tommy the Talking Turtle be part of his media empire. Oh, completely It should agree. be Tommy the Turtle that's doing these cameos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Tommy the Talking Turtle? We never we never hear from him anymore. He yeah, should be shame. right there. The Boundless media must have, must have like a whole <laughs> warehouse of like mock-ups. <laughs> That have been made for the apprentice. Yeah. Oh my god! They should do they a should do Apprentice Museum. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, they fucking should. By the way, they should have all the sketches, like you know, Da Vinci's sketchbook. <laughs> you know, it should be like the the prototypes of MC Gogo et al. That would be amazing. Bougie cruises. Remember the the logo where it was like a yoga pose, but it was all looked like a poo. that also looked like a shit for <laughs> yeah. about three weeks in a row last season. Stuff looked like they shit. They were really on the shit. For that <laughs> Yeah. About the wizard that we all know quite highly about. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Anything else? From okay, this week, so guys? we've reached the end. I think. No, I, I need think to that's... get on a train yes. to open. 
Absolutely. Do you want to go, Stu, and I'll do your plugs? <laughs> no, I don't want to leave you with my plugs. I want to do them myself. Okay, Stu, I know do what your plugs. Like. I've really, met you before. Do your plugs really quickly. <laughs> Enemy of my pods, Gemma Flynn. <laughs> um, You're quite right, quite right. <laughs> you can get tickets to see me do um, stand-up at the Glasgow Stand Wednesday the 22nd of March, 9pm. It's my last year's Friends show. And also on the 14th, Friday the 14th of April at Monkey Barrel in Edinburgh, I'm doing a work in progress show. So you can come and see me there. You can listen to my other podcast, Friends of the Show, uh, Some Laugh and What's the Script. And I'm part of Gemma's plug as well, I suppose, if you do the vision board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, I'll see you next week. Love you, girls. Bye. Thanks for listening, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye. See ya. They're going to talk so much <laughs> smack about me the second I leave. I know these bitches. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's Stu's plugs there, you know. So if you if you want a podcast with two straight white men, you can choose one of his other ones. Or if you want a podcast with three straight white men, he does have another one of those as well. So, you know, it just depends what your flavour is. <laughs> Are you Anything you want to add about Stu's plugs, Siobhan? Now we've been unleashed, oh, officially. No, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll plead the fifth on this one. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That's okay. I've, uh, <laughs> we do support him. We do we support do. him. We support him, yeah. Only to a certain extent. We are the reason you that know, he's there got are the, limits. the clout that he has is because of us too. Right? Exactly. Where would he be without our... our <laughs> without, I mean, we were there in the early days, uh, you know, teaching him how to edit, you know, putting him in a cupboard. <laughs> now he's big on TikTok with these other ones, but... Yeah. <laughs> Never forget where you're but from. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget your origin stories, Stu. That's, that's what it's all about. Gee. Anyway, my plug is just the same as last time, honestly, so I'll not go on and on. But basically, Vision Board, uh, alternative comedy, uh, spectacular, I think is we, did, we now have a, a date for that. And that is going to be on, I believe, Friday the 17th of February um, at the Glasgow Zine Library and tickets will be available to books soonish and uh, you'll be able to see uh, myself and Stu and our good friend John Agasild uh, performing at that with perhaps some Siobhan Ma in the mix around the around, in the in the zone in the in the statue, in, to, in the space greet people yes yeah if you want to the full kind of just say experience um, and yeah, keep your eye out on the events for the Glasgow Zine Fest uh, this summer where you'll find more G Flynn. But yeah, Siobhan, over to you, my friend. How's Movie Corner been going? Movie Corner has been going great. Thank you so much for asking, G. Um, Go I'm, on. I'm off to see Megan or M3gan as, as people have been calling it. <laughs> um, nice. Tonight. So we'll report back on that next week. Um, I'm ready great. for some creepy doll dancing. So, oh, that's going to be great. Last yeah, week I said I really wanted to see this place rules and then immediately the guy who made it was cancelled. Uh, so I haven't, haven't watched yet. Oh, was he? <laughs> I didn't hear about this. Interesting. Yeah, he. all of these women have like come forward. But yeah, we'll, we'll go into it. But yeah, yeah tough tough one for for um, fans of, of Channel 5 alternative comedy this week, I tell you what. And Rick and Morty. The Rick and Morty guy's been cancelled as well oh, wow. this week. wow, wow, wow. wow. So tough time for white men, <laughs> really. When isn't it, G? When isn't it a tough time for white men? <laughs> Let's give those guys a break. <laughs>
<laughs> but yes, yeah, so Siobhan, have you got like a a, a a goal of a number of movies that you're going to watch this year, like with your books? Yes, I'm trying to watch a hundred films that I have never seen before in this year. Nice. Um, and you can follow me on Letterboxd, which is the movie logging app, if you if you so desire. Uh, just my name, Siobhan Ma. Follow me on Letterboxd. Love it. Um, and what do you do on Letterboxd? Is it like little reviews you can kind of write? You can about write reviews it. if you want. You can rate things. You can have a watch list. You can, um, mm. yeah, just log everything that you've seen. You can make lists of things that you've seen. It's great. I would really recommend it. Um, it's kind of like mm, Goodreads, okay. but for movies, and it's not shit. Great. So shout out. Shout out, shout out <laughs> great to <Letterboxd>. plug. Um, <laughs> I also, in my notes, I do want to shout this out because I did notice that Tim was using dark mode on his computer. So I just want to give a little shout out to Ooh. dark mode. To just protect his eyes? Protect those. Was that, protect was that those it? peepers, yeah. Got to. You don't want that blue light late at night, everyone. Absolutely not. You know? Absolutely not. Got to protect your circadian rhythms, <laughs> you know? Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Tim. Like Tim. Be like Tim. Yes. Exactly. Great to see him back, Tim. It's great it's to get a bit of eye candy. Stunning. That is exactly what we need, especially because none of the like candidates really, you know, there's always a, no. there's always a plethora for Stu to choose from. I know, but none of the men are hot, are no. they? I mean, they're all just wanks. Like just the fact that they're in but these business suits and the business world is yeah. is an immediate no from me anyway. But they're not hot. No, totally. <sighs> but so, never mind. Never mind. We've got Tim. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And his, uh, his night mode, his dark mode on his computer. <laughs> Love it. Oh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, and thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next I week. I love how as soon as, as, as it's just me and G, the like, we just go into relaxed. We just sound way more relaxed. Which quite quite chill. You know, just Absolutely. a chill vibe. Um, yeah, you can, yeah, you can rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes. Or I, I don't even know what it's called. Oh, Apple yeah. Podcasts. Um, tell your friends, you know what I mean? Friends. Word of mouth. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and we will see you next week for some cartoons. Stunning. Stunning. It's going to be great. Okay. Thank you, Siobhan. Thank you, G. I'm clapping. Bye. <laughs> Bye.